Hey guys, it's Matt. I wanted to let you know that there was some technical issues with Brent's microphone this week. I cleaned it up the best I could, but it is going to sound a little weird. Alright, enjoy the podcast. What's up, guys, and welcome back to Paint Briefly, the podcast where you can find a little bit of encouragement, discover new ways to make your hobby more fun, and most importantly, learn to paint bravely. And we do have some fun things to talk about today, which I pretty much always say, because it is fun. Uh, And we have some painting stuff to talk about, which I I think is pretty great, (laughs) since this is a painting podcast after all. But... Before we get to any of that fun stuff, I need I need to see what's going on, Brent. What's what's happening? What you been up to? Right now, Gordon just jumped up here right now. Like right when you started talking, he knows he knows when mm-hmm, it's time. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah, that's what kidding. I've been up to. No, I've been painting <laughs> Cabalites. Back to you, Casey. <laughs> so another two weeks of painting an insane amount of Cabalites, not getting much done. <laughs> I don't think you even... Did you say what color you were actually painting these? Because I don't think you did. It's not the Goobertown yellow. It's bone. Yeah. That, that, oh, yeah, yeah. Bone. Okay. Yeah. Bone. <laughs> so, so we do actually have some stuff to talk about there. Um, the, the theme I'm going to go with here is to trust yourself once you've learned a lesson. So in this case, mm. I've been painting a lot of Dark Eldar Cabalite Warriors, been painting them a bone color that's a nice light color. And they have this like segmented overlapping armor that has some really nice creases mm. in it. So really good spots for recess shading. And so you, you come to this branch in the road, do you use a wash or do you do pin washing to do that recess shading? Mm-hmm. And just the way things played out with me trying to rush things to get ready for a couple of different games, I did about 30 of the Warriors with washing and about 30 of them with pin washing. So that's putting down mm. a layer of kind of a medium bone color all over the armor and then coming right up to that branch in the road, that fork in the road, half of them ended up getting a, a, a light brown wash all over everything. Now, I took some precautions. I I sprayed them down with a gloss varnish. I thinned down some some army painter strong tone. And that does a pretty good job of really making a gradient with a really light coverage on the flat areas and much much heavier coverage in in the recesses. Just the way that gloss and, and the wash interact. But uh, you, you still get a lot of staining on the flat areas. And so it's a situation mm-hmm. where that saves a lot of time compared to recess shading. But then if you want to work it back up to that neutral bone color, it takes a lot of work with your bone color to, to get that armor back <laughs> to where it started. And, um, man, I feel like I've relearned a lesson that I learned many years ago at this point, which is don't use a wash over light colors. Don't do it. I mean, yeah. yeah especially I, if there's flat areas. So if you've yes. got if you've if you've got some power armor or any kind of armor really that has flat areas, and you're painting white, or yellow, or orange, or any light color, or bone, don't put a wash over mm-hmm. it. You're going to get weird staining. You're going to have to completely redo all of the flat areas. 
Um, so yeah, yeah, I've just been sitting around painting cabalites, working things back up to their original bone color. And then the other batch of, of 30 cabalite warriors I went through and with a tiny little paintbrush, a pointy little paintbrush, I, I traced in the recesses between every gap in the armor, which went faster than I thought it was going to do. And then I come back, of course, I make a ton of little mistakes in there, and I come back with some bone and just neaten up those lines, make them, make them crisp and, you know, good looking, I guess. But that was... Good looking, yeah. And, and that seems like, okay, you have the minute detail of putting all the lines in individually, and then you have to come back and clean them. But that's still way faster than washing quickly and then really working up a lot more surface area. So, yeah, I've, mm -hmm. I've just been relearning something that I think I, I learned or told myself or had people tell me years <laughs> ago, which is don't use a wash over light colors, especially if there's a, you know big flat areas in there or any flat areas yeah. in there. Um, that's my, that's my hobby tip of the day. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a pretty good tip. Um, weirdly, I, I was painting, uh, a Tyranid today, which, you know, they're not exactly the same, but it's kind of bone with carapace armor over the top of it kind of thing. So, you know, it's not too dissimilar. Um, and I had the exact same experience. Like I kind of painted everything like a real light color and I had this idea that oh I'm just I'll wash it down and then I'll come in and I'll like do some highlighting and whatever and it just it looked like garbage yeah and so I just redid the whole thing <laughs> <laughs> so there's at least the uh the academic debate when you're dealing with some organic creature like a tyranid like it makes sense that there's more variation and dirtier mm -hmm. or what have you more staining on the on the carapace mm -hmm. but yeah that, that it seems like one of those things that we keep trying to touch that hot stove it's like nah but what if i <laughs> exactly what if I use wash this time <laughs> Nah, this is the time mm -hmm. we're washing over a light bone color, <laughs> off-white, uh, washing over an eggshell color. This is a time when, when putting brown over <laughs> eggshell white uh, is really <laughs> going to do what we want it to do. Um, yeah, it, it doesn't work out so good most of the time. Yeah. Generally not, like especially with acrylic washes. Um, in in my case today, I did go back and I started off, instead of just white bone, I started off with like a brown. And I kind of highlighted everything up using an airbrush. And then I came in with uh, a brown and red kind of mix oil wash over a gloss varnish. And that worked really well because everything was pretty much already locked in and done. And then it just kind of crept into the recesses and, and dried that way. Um, and that, that seems to have worked pretty well. And I guess probably because there's a lot of brown in the recesses already. Um, but I find that doing an oil wash over white tints it like a little bit, mm -hmm. but the fact that you can come back in and clean that up, like makes it, so you're just revealing that white. You don't have to like paint it right. again. You just take away some of that oil wash and all of a sudden, oh, I got crispy white armor. Right. 
and uh, that's that's been my my go-to because I I know that lesson you're talking about. Yeah. Just always I I and I swear I I do this probably once every other week for sure. It's like I have a light color and I'm like I'm gonna wash mm-hmm. this. That's what I'm gonna and then it's I regret it almost every single yeah. time. Is it? Yeah. Not only does it darken up more than you want, and so you have to come back with paint, but it normally takes a couple layers of paint. You know, if you're if you're yeah. trying to get bone back to where it should be, that's two thin coats at least. So right like on top thin of coats if two you're thin coats. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Well, and that's and that's where, especially with that that light colored paint, like people get into that area where it's like it starts to look chalky yes you know bone yep. and white yep. it's just you it's gonna look chalky if you put more than a couple of layers down um it, like the only thing that i can think of that's never done that for me is like white ink through an airbrush otherwise it, it's gonna kind of look like crap you gotta be real careful with it for sure so yeah 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 so are you done with those no, 60? No, you're I'm done. Not. You're not uh, done. I'm proud of myself for actually putting some effort in uh, in between actually having games scheduled though. Sure, so yeah. We, both of the games. So we've had two games with those models so far and for both of them like I have not finished before the game, but I got the models got the three color minimum for sure done with them but like it left <laughs> uh, significant work to be done for for each of the games i've played so far but mm-hmm. the the next game is we've decided on the point cost but we haven't put a, a date in the calendar yet but i've still mm, been working okay. on them so so it's a situation we're doing the escalation league but i'm behind like i gotta get my my 750 points actually painted that i was supposed to have last time and <laughs> At least this time we're only going up to 850 because, like, we, we were talking really? about okay. all of us. We were like, yeah, it's too much, man. It's, it's too much. It's too much. Like, no, can we slow this down a bit? Can we, can we... <laughs> uh, I mean, that that is, the like, the main issue yeah. with Escalation Leagues anyway. It's like, if somebody falls behind, you have to do, like, a makeup game, and then you have to, like, figure something else out, then... What are you going to paint next? Yeah. So that's kind of nice that, that at least in your group of friends, you can be like, look, let, let's just add a hundred points. Cause that's right. like, that's less than a model yeah. generally. <laughs> and, and I normally assume that I'm the person slowing things down. So I try to just agree to whatever people are saying and be like, all right, I'll push myself. We'll get something on the table. But talking with my pals, like one of them was like, yeah, if we go much higher than 850, I'm going to have to buy stuff. And I mean, yeah that's the idea (laughs) (laughs) yeah pushing them in yeah yeah yeah, i gotta have to buy something i just i guess i don't have a choice (laughs) (laughs) man maybe i should be in an escalation league like i'm real good at buying stuff Oh, let me let me put a real quick battle report in news update battle report. Okay, so this is the same. Put some music under this. Chucked in the comment section of our of our last episode on YouTube, but yeah, we we played the game that we talked about during last recording. Seven fifty points. What we did was we had two people on a team, seven fifty each. So each side had a you know thousand five hundred. So it was me and Alec his orcs against uh, against we were up against Admech and we were up against Eldar, 
and we we lost the dice roll so we went second and so my friend Alex lost his Dakajet during turn one shooting he lost his full squad of uh, commandos or commandos during squad turn one shooting he lost half his bikes uh, meanwhile, I lost uh, 49 of my 60 Cabalite Warriors. <laughs> yeah. um, so, oh, yeah, yeah. by the time turn two started. So, so that's why I started t- telling about the orc losses first. Because, you know, if I'd be like, yeah, man, right, I right. lost 49 of my Cabalite Warriors, be like, oh, yeah, but but maybe maybe that meant your, your partner's orcs got to survive turn one shooting. Like, not really. Not really. So, um Mm-mm. Seems like a fun game. I'm I'm glad I'm finally really starting to get into Warhammer 40k. It seems like a game with a lot of strategy yeah. that involves piling all of your units behind cover on turn one to have any chance of there being any back and forth or uh, engagement. I would say. So um, you know what? I don't want this. Yeah. I don't want this to devolve again. So we're gonna we're gonna move on from this topic, but. Uh, when yeah, I eventually yeah. make a video about the escalation league, we're gonna have stuff to talk about. Oh man! Really excited I can tell. Um, yeah. So over on the youtubecom slash podcast, we have a video feed going. So uh, if you want to watch Brent's cats basically try and ruin this podcast every episode that's that's a good place to go so uh check that out uh i can't even see you now there's just orange fur in the camera so you know that's fine <laughs> your turn casey what i was thinking though um well besides painting uh that tyranid i guess i should i should uh, explain a little more about this this tyranid because it's it's kind of special uh so this week um I got an absolute insane amount of donations for the channel. Now, normally people contact me and they, they're like, hey, I've got these models. They've been sitting around for years. They've been in this drawer. I finally found it. I don't really want it. I don't know what to do with it. Don't have time to fix it, whatever. And they go, here, you know, here's here's a model. Like, that. that hopefully that'll help, right? And uh, that's been really cool over the years and really helpful. But this week, I got six giant boxes from someone who was pretty much like, hey, I don't have time for this anymore. I don't really want these. And I know that at least if I send them to you, you could probably do something with them. Um, and yeah, I, I, I got a, a stupid amount of models. Um, nice. Like, I don't know, a, like a lot. Like a lot of models. Yeah, you you showed me some uh, pictures. That was a <laughs> massively generous haul. And uh, yeah, you, you've got some work yeah. to do, boy. But you yeah, do, you do uh, crack a lot more. Models, so those those are going to get some love. That's true. And you said you were already. Oh, yeah. No, I, I will paint them. tearing it over there, you know? Yeah. So so I got like a real short letter in the uh, in one of the boxes. It was just like, hey, thanks for taking these. You know, I'm glad they, they're going to get used, all this stuff. Um, but, but they pointed out one model in particular, it was this Tyranid Trigun, whatever, uh, I think that's what's called Trigon, Tri, 
Moloch Trigon. They're the same model with like different components or something. But uh, um, I decided, okay, you know, as a as a thank you because they didn't want anything in return, and I've I've emailed them several times now to be like, hey, is that return address technically correct on here? Can I send you something? Can I do anything? Like it's more than I expected. Um, but I've I've painted up this Trigon called Noodle. That's what they called it. They pointed it out. It's like, this is the first model we ever built. We really like this model. Please take care of it. And uh, that's, that is the first thing that I'm painting out of the, the boxes. Um, I'll try and, well, I guess not throw up a picture on here because that would ruin the, the whole video that I'm making about it. But, you know, watch the video when it comes out. Yay! I'll do it. <laughs> I'll do it. You know what? I'll do it. <laughs> what <laughs> you'll watch you'll watch it <laughs> yeah um but yeah i've been painting that I've, I've spent the last like 12 hours just trying to figure out a good way to do it so that i can you know make it good and then send it back to them um they don't know that i'm doing that well, and maybe uh they do now. well maybe they do that's a good point if you're watching then thank you and uh should be in the mail yeah who knows? I have no idea if if they listen to the podcast well, or not. But the um, is it coming out all right. You don't have to show the picture. Yeah, yeah. just tease it. It's, yeah. it's no, coming it's, out all right. It, yes, <laughs> it is in fact finished, and I'm very happy with it. Um, it's a wash. It's you really read it, and I was very happy. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So after I went back and painted in like browns and stuff, and I I did oil washes over that, like it, it turned out much better. Um. It's kind of like a, a take on the, the classic version that, that GW has their art, which is like stark white with uh, like, I think it's black kind of purple mm -hmm. uh, armor with like, you know, little stripies on there. Yeah. Um, and I, I did the same kind of thing, but I, I threw in some kind of fluorescent colors and made it made it real fancy. So I'm pretty excited about that. I guess it's just on my mind because I've been thinking about you know all this stuff that i just got in the mail and then this model and it's been like constant work trying to do something and not screw it up because i want it to be like you know halfway decent so um but yeah painting one model for like 12 hours is is awful yeah yeah <laughs> like i don't you, like you it could spread that out over a little bit longer time you just today you were hitting it hard I mean, huh yeah, well, just my, my schedule kind of makes it so I have to finish painting, like, by today in order to get a video up next week. <laughs> it's a it's a whole thing. Okay. Yeah. Bummer of a schedule, but you know what? That's okay. That's how it goes. Um, yeah, so I've been, I've been painting that up, and I'm pretty excited about that. And I also finished my Relic Blade starter kit. Yes, I did. Um, those models are pretty excellent. And I didn't batch paint them like Brent did. I, I did, in fact, use a specific technique. Oh, look at you. You got the box. Is it Relic Storms of Coral? Why, yes, it is, Brent. It is Relic Blade Storms of Coral two-player battle set. 
Yes. DJ Paint, one Warden of Justice, one Wild Elf Witch, one Lone Guard Infiltrator, one Gnome Grenadier, one Dark Prophet, one Destroyer Pig, one Iguan Marauder, and one Slayer Squid? In fact, I did. Cool. And they were all pretty enjoyable. And actually, just, just as kind of a side, um, the starter set for this game comes with like one model from each different faction. And I really like that because now I kind of know which way I want to go just from a painting standpoint. Like I did the old, uh, what you call it, slap chop from Rob. <laughs> yeah. Where you, uh, you, you base or you, you prime it black, you dry brush it gray, and then you do like a stark dry brush of white over the, the top like from the top down or something and I came in with like real thin colors and contrast paints and then just worked it up from there. Uh, works really well and you can get stuff done like real fast the slap, like real fast the slap chop technique pioneered by yeah, yeah. Rob the Honest Wargamer is revolutionary mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. is actually a good way to paint models and when you look up that video just, just kind of mouse over the video and get that quick little little preview reel, the thumbnail preview, preview reel. <laughs> yeah <laughs> you'll enjoy it <laughs> it's, it's still good yeah <laughs> I should <laughs> oh so, man so this is something that comes up every once in a while but uh, the, for YouTube we get to pick what the thumbnail for the video is but YouTube mm -hmm. itself somewhere deep in the computer system it YouTube picks the like three second autoplay that pops up if you mouse over the thumbnail on the home screen or whatever. Yes. And mm -hmm. we have no control over it. Normally it's something stupid. Like I, I have no idea how they pick what it is, but yeah. I, th I think it's about faces. I think they're looking for faces okay. because generally if I put like stock stock video in there of like some dude making a dumb face, you know, because mm -hmm. I told some stupid joke, that's the three second preview is like the dude like thumbs up. Right. You know, and that's happened multiple times. So I, I have a feeling that it's looking for faces and going, oh, yeah, that way if you mouse over it, you're like, oh, it's that guy. Yeah. I know that guy. Yeah. I'm going to click this. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know how that makes it better, but yeah. My, yeah. my favorite is uh, a year or two ago, Scott, the miniature maniac, went on a vacation and he posted some vacation pictures. <laughs> and one of the vacation pictures was him on a beach in short shorts. And Real short. a yeah. lot of people used this picture uh, over and over again for various things. I know uh, Black <laughs> Magic Craft certainly featured it in the video. And it also <laughs> popped up in uh, one of Danny from Miami's 3D printed tabletops videos. And in that mm -hmm. video, there was a couple seconds of just a pan in or like a zoom in shot <laughs> yeah. on Scott's short shorts. <laughs> and that ended up being the stupid preview clip for that video. So Danny's mm -hmm. latest video, what's this video about? You mouse over it and YouTube just shows you like <laughs> zooming in on Scott's short shorts. Like, <laughs> A plus, you oh, did man. it. You, you did it. Go right, dude. It's probably like they're like, oh, this is this is some high contrast color right here. It's we have this like picture. stark white next to these red flowery things. Like that seems like a good way to go. We're gonna use that as our three seconds. <laughs> it, it's one of the little joys in my life of of when a video gets mm -hmm. a gets a real quality preview like that. So. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. you did the slap chop technique. Very cool. Uh, 
I did, yeah. And, uh, yeah. yeah, black undercoat, dry brush on some lighter colors all the way up to white, and throw some contrast paint and thin down paints on over it, some washes, some speed paints, whatever you got, and uh, mm-hmm. boom, you've got four good guy relic bladers, four bad guy relic bladers, Mm-hmm. Ready. Yeah, and I I think I need to buy more. Uh, well, I actually really liked painting like the human guy. I don't know which one he is. Um, there's like a human guy the with like a infiltrator. No, he wasn't Warden the assassin one. Yeah, probably that one. He looks like a, a warden of justice. He's got like a big beard and the turban. You know, like a scimitar. Yeah, yeah, and the turban and stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I actually really like painting that model, and I don't. I don't usually go for like the humies in games, right? I'm, I'm more of a orc kind of person. Um, so like the the giant pigs definitely call to me. Um, so I'm I'm kind of torn. Like maybe I probably just buy both. Honestly, like I don't see why not. Um, but more pigs and more turbany scimitar guys. Mm-hmm. That I think that's where I'm going. Mm-hmm. Also the eight the weird alien squid. Really? It was pretty fun to paint. Really? Yeah. I didn't think it would be. I, I really liked painting that for some reason. Like a yet. weird squid. Yeah, no, I've I've actually only been working mm-hmm. on good guys so far. And you're up you're ahead. You have eight done. I have seven characters done, four almost done. You're already ahead of me. It's that slap chop technique, mm-hmm. I'm telling you. Rob is Rob is onto some gold here. I, I don't I know mean, where he gets all give it to him. from, but he is uh he knows what he's doing. I have no idea. <laughs> yeah. But in I'm all seriousness, that actually worked very well. We are, though. Anyway, so, yeah, that's kind of what I've been up to. I've been painting those things. Um, oh, I also... I, I can't remember if I mentioned this. This guy getting Maybe stuff a few done over ago. here. He's got a tyranny. I'm really he's trying. relic blade. <laughs> I've been paint, I've been painting a lot this week. Yeah, it's been a busy week. Although the the relic blade stuff, because I had all these boxes like on my main table and my desk, um, I actually took a, like a TV tray and I took my pro acryl set and I just went out into the, the the living room area and I just had it set up by the couch. So I actually got painting done while like watching some TV and stuff, which I don't usually do because I like, you know, having a space and lighting and stuff. But yeah, that was that was different for me. And I think I'm going to keep doing that. I think it's really productive. That's a that's a sub level one painting arrangement. But sometimes that is the spot, doesn't it? It really does. Mm. I mean, I like being able to just reach for all the paints and stuff and, you know, airbrush and whatever, but having like, it was only the, the pro Krill series one set too. So it's like pretty limited. Um, and I didn't, I didn't go get any other colors. It was just like, whatever's here is here and I'm going to use it. And, uh, yeah, it was kind of freeing actually. Like I want to go buy more pro Krill, but then I'm kind of like, you know, but then I, it's too much. It's too much to carry out to the TV tray, you know? Yeah, the, the core Pro Acryl set has some very good colors in it. And... There's no teal, though. There's, there's no a dark teals. jade. There's... The jade's yeah. good, yeah. yeah. But I agree, there's no, there's no teal. Right. Mm-hmm. I can see that there's no teal. Um, so, so one of the things I've been painting this week is the Pride Marine or 
for the, the fabulous right, movie. Yeah, yeah. And so mm-hmm. this is, it's, it's June when we're recording this right now. So Pride Month. And this is the second year that a bunch of mostly Twitch streamers, uh, Giggling Geekette, Zambies, uh, et cetera, et cetera, have, have put together this fabulous Marines event, group, what have you. Mm-hmm. A bunch of people painting Marines or anything else that they, they feel like painting in honor of Pride Month. and then. Uh, in some case, loosely affiliated with the Trevor Project. In some cases, uh, more strongly affiliated with it, either direct donations or uh, eBay auctioning off of models to support the Trevor Project. Mm-hmm. So anyway, that that means I've been painting a rainbow, <laughs> uh, right? Yeah. And finding really good primary and like right in the center secondary colors you know one of each roy g biv right down the center really bright vibrant colors actually the pro acryl set has really mm-hmm. and they, they even name them correctly <laughs> red yellow, that's true orange, <laughs> green blue violet <laughs> I, if there's one thing I, I really appreciate about the Pro Acryl set is definitely that they named it yeah. to where it's like, oh, that makes perfect sense. This color is jade. It is literally jade colored. Mm-hmm. I mean, go figure. Like, yeah, Not do that. Thank you, buy darkness do that. or super right green. It's yeah. I, I do have a soft spot for that. I know you darkness, do. Though. I know you do. That is my that's my go to all the time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. But um, no, this is the, the second year of the Fabulous Marines event. And I remember last year that uh, I did like a rainbow laurel on a beaky helmet that had the, the laurel imprinted on the, on the crown of the helmet. And mm-hmm. in that case, I remember going through all my different paint lines and being like, okay, this one from Vallejo is like a really good center yellow. Uh, I've got a got a pretty good green from a pretty good green from Army Painter, you know, going through all of my collections just to get good center Roy G. Biv colors. <laughs> Whereas, and this year, uh, you know, again, I was like, I was actually looking at my my Marine from last year, like trying to remember what each of these colors were. Like, uh, I've got to go through all my paints again. To figure out if like Fire Slayer Orange is, is the correct orange I want to use. That's, that's a good one. That's not bad. That is, uh, is Alien Purple the, the violet color I'm going to use? Yeah. Um, but in the last year, I, I bought that, uh, that main set from Pro Acryl. And mm-hmm. yeah, they're named, they're named correctly. And they really are spot on center of what you would think for the the, the primaries and the secondaries. So that was a, a much easier decision this time around. Nice. And that, yeah, that was nice. Um, and yeah, just as like an art project, it, it's, it's not every day that you, you do paint a rainbow or that you do use a lot of purples. And I've basically pulled out all of my purples. I've been using mm-hmm. a triad from Reaper, which oh okay, and it's been in my collection for a couple of years. And I've used a few of the triads that I have from Reaper, and I hadn't used this purple one much, but 
getting good use out of it now. Except the the dark uh, part of that triad is basically black. Called like it's called like <laughs> nightshade purple or something. And I keep painting it over like white and I like like holding it up <laughs> no. to the light. Like it, maybe but, like, it's just black. I'm trying to think, like it's like it's been in my collection for a couple of years. Maybe one of the pigments decayed or something. Maybe they had a bad pigment choice in there. Maybe it was bottled wrong. Maybe it's supposed to be the blackest purple. But I don't know. But it's actually it's coincidence. Um, I was I mixed up a dark blackish purple today and i was like man i I wish i had a dark purple like that was really dark (laughs) yeah just a weird coincidence yeah but anyway the the mid purple and the lilac (laughs) from that triad are actually pretty dang good and (laughs) getting some use out of there you know that i like purple from vallejo model color that's a good one which is more of a reddish purple i'd say but beautiful beautiful and mm-hmm. I even pulled out the Vallejo game color line, like ultramarine blue, which is mm. in one of those Vallejo 16 set, like a 16 color dark painting sets or whatever. Uh, yeah. Which are ordinarily pretty great sets, but there's a few weird color choices in there. And so for the, for the game color Vallejo starter set that has 16 colors, a lot of good colors in there, but for blue, there's this what they call ultramarine blue, which is getting real close to purple. <laughs> <laughs> it's not, but quite it was a nice accent color for for this uh, this this pride marine that I'm working on, and uh, mm-hmm. yeah, you'll you it should be up on the Goobertown uh, YouTube channel soonish. But it uh, it's a bike. It's one of the raven wing bikes for like a sixth and seventh edition starter set for 40k so it's a mm-hmm. space marine bike but there's a whole bunch of stupid extra stuff on it like in this case like wings there's a big wing in the back yeah. of the bike big wing in the front of the bike but uh yeah those sculpted feathers are actually really great for painting rainbow colors on so cool there's a there's a ton of stupid uh, purity seals all over this marine which make pretty good uh, like streamers like colored colored banners colored streamers so all right that's a good way to go i didn't didn't even think about that you could you could uh yeah you could do a whole like rainbow streamer from those yeah, yeah. is that what you're thinking well, or, well, or you're just doing streamers like each purity seal like each strip of paper as a different color and so i ended up using mm. like the the trans flag uh, colors so baby blue baby oh, pink, okay, and white um kind of you know the cycling through those colors for for the streamers that are coming off of that that marine and i was actually having a ton of fun with it just one awesome to use bright colors two i, I you know did some fun conversions on it to make it not have weapons so Ah, okay. So you took all the guns yeah, off? Yeah, this one had a chainsword, and of course the two bolters in the front of the bike. Uh, this model also had a lot of stupid skulls on it. I cut off a lot of skulls <laughs> on this model. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Those yes, old bikes, man. Yeah, I, <laughs> like, 
<laughs> ridiculous. I mean, in terms of like weird fascist stuff, like a lot of skulls, I cut off a cross, I cut off an eagle, and there was like no Odin stuff, which is on some some 40k. Right, things, yeah. But, uh, yeah, she got rid of a lot of that. Got rid of the guns, turned those into extra headlights on the front of the the, the bike. Uh, cut off right. the the chain sword, and I'm gonna be holding up like a banner in that hand instead. And there was a pistol on the side that I really couldn't change, so I just colored it in Nerf colors, like bright green and orange. <laughs> and uh, that's a good idea. Yeah, no, just really refreshing <laughs> to be painting something that's not covered in weapons and fascist stuff. Uh, really fun, yeah, to be using those colors and. Uh, it's turning out well. It's turning out well. So that's a project I am definitely enjoying. Um, and I mean, it is for Pride Month, so I you know, started posting it on socials, like the work in progress pictures. And I've said it before. I'll say it again. Instagram is the best place where you can post pictures of your work. People who don't like your stuff can keep on scrolling. People who do like your stuff can give you a thumbs up and a comment. Um, and it has been my experience that the overwhelming majority of feedback that you get on Instagram, if somebody is bothering to stop scrolling, to type a comment, yeah. it's going to be positive. And so I actually really like Instagram for this hobby. Mm -hmm. Well, you put a rainbow on there. <laughs> <laughs> All of a sudden, uh, you're getting the comments. <laughs> yeah, we don't need to go too dark, but it's like just a reminder that homophobia, transphobia is alive and well. And just the, the I, I go, I go between July all the way up through May, my Instagram account, only positive comments. In June, I post a rainbow, a bunch of people saying like, yeah, this is okay, but I don't think it, I don't think it's necessary. You don't need to be doing this. Why are you doing this? just like man i wish i remembered more of my statistics because like i could do some anova regressions to like prove you're a bigot like this it's just it's just so slap you in the face obvious that um no there's there it's just reminding you that it there's a worthwhile reason to occasionally put a rainbow on things to uh, occasionally make it clear that that everybody is welcome in this hobby and yeah um, I'm, I'm in a privileged position where I'm normally able to filter out a lot of the the hate in this world but damn sometimes it's just right there and uh, it's 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 useful for me once a year to do this just uh, just to get that poke in the ribs of uh, we're, we're, we're still working on this whole issue, aren't we? But anyway, that's, that's all yeah. I have to say yeah. there. But uh, just so predictable. Like just. Well, that's, the stupid thing is that it really is easy just to skip over an Instagram Yeah, picture. just keep scrolling. And it, like, there, why would you stop to comment I mean, there, there have been at like all? a couple of people. So, so this Instagram post, like most of my Instagram posts have. 10 comments, maybe. Yeah. Uh -huh. um, man, mostly like, oh, oh, oh cool, 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 fire emoji, whatever. Smiley face. A lot of fire yeah. emojis. That's my go-to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
the, the normal. And then I post a work in progress on a biker that's purple and rainbows. And it's up to like 200 something comments right now. To be fair, <laughs> most of them are like two or three people who have a chain of like 50 comments going of oh wow yeah of people who not only (laughs) stop scrolling to write something like i'm not a bigot but i don't see why i need to be like painting things with rainbows and on your business yeah and not only (laughs) so so not only do they stop scrolling to like type out like a a poorly disguised like bigoted stop doing this comment but also mm. they kept coming back to the comment to argue with people. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I guess it drives engagement. Uh, yeah. And I'm not here <laughs> trying to trigger people, but it's just like, I know. Wow. You can well, keep scrolling. Honestly, it just you can keep be scrolling. Yeah. 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 It, it makes no sense for anyone to take time out of their day and just be like, you know what? I'm going to leave a comment. But I'm gonna be nice about it, but only kinda. Yeah. But not really. Like, why? Why do you take the time out to do that? It's like, yeah, you're literally wasting everyone's time. Keep on scrolling. Uh, and and it's, it's, again, it's one of those things where, as the original poster, I can very very easily delete comments or block people from seeing my my profile in the future. Um, mm-hmm. And I think there's there's an interesting and nuanced discussion there about whether it is healthier to do that or whether it is worth it for people to see uh that uh that we've still got some work to do as a, as a community as a, as yeah, a society, yeah. we live in a society uh a society <laughs> um don't even, don't even start with society yeah. man we don't want to talk about that <laughs> So, uh, at the moment, I've been leaving them up. It's just uh, a little bit of a see. See, this is why we do this. This is th- this is why people are are doing the the fabulous marines. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I I, uh, I retain the right to to completely change my mind on that and just start shadow banning people uh, whenever. Um, yeah, like that's, that's always yeah. your right. If I, if I get you know, <laughs> see something like really, really toxic, like right when I'm about to fall asleep or something, and my phone buzzes, like and I and I, and I snap. I it's mean, time to. Time to I don't want you viewers to be button. trying to make me snap, but it is theoretically possible. <laughs> I mean, yeah, man, I I've banned a lot of people. Not on Instagram though. No, not on Instagram. But that's, uh, that's why it's so nuts. I mean. YouTube, you expect every video to get their fair share of mean comments in every, really every other platform. Like the whole point of Twitter is mean comments. We've talked about (laughs) it's like Twitter. The whole point of Twitter is to build up your following, which gives you a bigger, bigger shiv for when you want to shiv people. (laughs) Right. (laughs) The the entire point of Twitter is is mean comments. Um, Yeah. I mean, YouTube. I think it's just that you get more time with the viewers. Like people, people click yeah. and they're there and they're watching and they're listening. And so they can view forth whatever they have to say. 
But Instagram yeah. is so so well set up that you can keep scrolling. Keep scrolling or pause for half a second to thumbs up, pause for two seconds to thumbs up, fire emoji, keep scrolling. Like yeah. But ordinarily, unless you're painting something with a lot of different colors or in the Roy G. Biv order. Instagram is a wonderful place to share your work with other hobbyists. Throw, throw some yeah. stuff out there. You'll get some thumbs up. You'll get some fire emojis. You get the, the smiley <laughs> face with the, the hearts in the eyes. I think that's an option. <laughs> yeah. that, that's one of those. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm just the fire guy all, all day long. That's what I do. Yeah, well, I I like the bike. I think it looks really good. I know it's not not done. It's it's but getting it looks closer. Good. Like, the colors are vibrant. Really I've, I've actually yeah. been putting in serious work over the past couple of days, and it's a project where mm-hmm. I think I'm, I think I'm well over ten hours of of actual painting time in. And not that it's going to be amazing, but this is one of the painting projects that I've been enjoying more than normal lately. I'd say, and. Um, hmm. It does make me think about how much time I've put into those stupid cabalites. And I think a lot of those cabalites look <laughs> like pretty good. The ones that are starting to be pretty done are looking pretty good. But um, yeah. yeah, it really makes but you think about how much time you put into these stupid armies sometimes that uh, maybe we don't need to be. I mean, I I like to think that I'm the kind of person that if if I set my mind to it, I can paint an army in like a couple days, maybe a week. I've done it in 24 hours before, like a whole 2000 points and they look good. Are the recesses in the armor neatly shaded? Uh, giving incredible contrast and neatness. Yes. <laughs> I washed the model <laughs> and then dry brushed it. <laughs> So yes, the recesses are shaded nicely. <laughs> um actually yeah, like the the armies that I have painted in a relatively uh, quick fashion, I've I've done all the same steps that you would normally take. I'm just using certain things to try and expedite specific parts of the process, right? Like if you're base coating, use an airbrush. It'll take you no time. Don't paint that on. Mm-hmm. Don't do that. Rattle can, airbrush, come on now. Yeah. Did you did you use the airbrush for your Cabalite Warriors? I got the base coat down with an airbrush, yep. Okay. And man, that's good. Ooh. Like I mentioned this before, but I also got the bases done, so I got the bone armor done. I was able to get some terracotta right. base color, yeah, yeah. and then I was able to do the black rims on the bases with the airbrush. And that, oh. that's just one of those things that, that tickles <laughs> me. I love that, because, yeah, I mean, a good base rim helps a lot. And the airbrush right. is a really fast, really clean way to get an airbrush if you just willing to paint a little bit bravely, you know? Willing to, I mean, you know, that's tough. It is tough. It's, I mean, it's it's a skill, but yeah, you you've got your model. You, you have some, perhaps many colors already painted on the model. You're like, hey, you know, load up some black, paint black, 
at all angles on this, you know, 360 degrees around this model, get this base rim on there. And um, there's some risk. Oh, you know, gotta be honest about that. There's some risk. <laughs> Bone armor, you're gonna just like yeah. shoot yeah, black you, 360 yeah, degrees the, around this the thing. Slips and just get a, little, <laughs> yeah, a squirt of black across the entire model. Oh, yeah, I've never done that before. <laughs> but no, for, for real, like all, all 60 or realistically, I got some spares in there. You know, if we're, if we're being honest, yeah. I have some, some ability to switch out some special weapons, some heavy weapons, some, some super right uh, squad leaders. So it's, it's closer to 65, 70 models, to so call it 70 models. Um, but I did not, I did not screw up a single base rim on those. Like I got, All I got right. the bone color base down there. I got the terracotta on the sand of the base and then went around the base rim, all 70 base rims with, with black through an airbrush, you know, being careful, but still only taking like 15 seconds per base rim to go 360 degrees around to get a real smooth single coat that looks good. And, uh, yeah, it's just one of those one of those tips and tricks, hot hot tips of the week that uh, I quite enjoy. I okay. I'm trying to think of how you would accomplish that. If you have red as the top of the base, right? These are 25 millimeter bases. They sure are. And you got just the rim around the bottom. There's there's just a tiny little bit of shadow like under the grains of sand. Oh, you put sand on after. I put sand on first. All right. So, yeah, put the models together, glued them down to the base, glued sand and rocks on top of the base with the model already on there. Yeah. And got, got them primed, got them boned, terracotta on the base. You know, got, and so that, that was actually messier than anything else. So there's a little bit of, uh, you know, spray up onto the legs, which... As we're neatening things up later, we'll fix. Or or the legs are just dusty from the terrain. Either way, it works. Yes, they're dusty yeah. from the terrain. That is 100% the answer. Yeah. But then I've, you know, I've got my... And then here's a big advantage over of my dowel uh, handles over yeah. like the, the, the Games Workshop uh, clamp the model holders, mm-hmm. I guess. Maybe I'll call it. You can actually see the base. Yeah, you can see the base rim, right. It's just yeah. it's just on top of a dowel instead of you know either side of the base rim being clamped in. Yeah. Uh, so I use them with magnets, but you can use it with uh, with putty. But yeah, yeah use, use putty. just uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, really, just the angle is just perpendicular to the the surface of the base rim, which are which are angled up a little bit. Um. Using using a small nozzle, being careful, but su- mm. like surprisingly easier. Yeah, I understand that it sounds stupid. It sounds like it shouldn't be doable. <laughs> like I do understand I, that. I, that's why I feel it like I've done so this much. before. It didn't work. <laughs> this is why it makes me so happy that it does actually work. But yeah, yeah, uh, worth a try. Worth a try, uh, mm-hmm. especially if you've you know, decided to get some of your models painted or, or, you know, to start in on your models with the airbrush, give it, give it a shot. 
worst thing that happens you you load up bone again and you never try to base rim your your models with the airbrush but. <laughs> right <laughs> well i'm 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 glad we got a lot of painting done it seems like i mean i know you're just painting kind of the same thing so that's a lot that's so much right so this is this is what we were talking about is uh i mean what we jokingly refer to as the main topic of the episode but yeah and paint an army takes a long time and uh, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm really particular about things i like my neat recess shading with those, <laughs> those crisp lines that are all the same diameter across every panel line in the model across every model in the army and uh yeah this is this is not a project where I've timed the the amount of effort I'm putting into these capillites, but it, it seems like a lot. It definitely seems like I'm putting a lot of time into these stupid capillites. That, yeah, you know, forty nine of them didn't like get it. to do anything in the game before I put them back in my carrying case for a game. <laughs> seems like a real fun game. Uh, you know, didn't even... you had fun with with your friends? Yes, Brent. Yes, and you I do not good blame time my with friends your buddies for shooting. At my models, I, I mean, I if you had gone first, the initiative role. That's that's it. <laughs> oh, come on, be like everybody else that plays forty k and blame your dice. That's that's what <laughs> you're supposed to do. <laughs> I I blame myself for not stacking all of my models on top of each other behind terrain. Uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I have only myself and the stupid rules to blame for for losing. I mean, they are clear of right, the army before it got right to do there. anything. Well, that that does bring up a, a good point because technically the main topic is uh, you shouldn't really try that hard when you paint. And I know that sounds weird and counterintuitive because we want to be good at painting, but the fact of the matter is, if you're planning on playing a game with your models, you're gonna be like Brent. You're going to spend all your time getting them crispy lines. You're going to get that bone color just bony enough. You're going to get the recess shading like the same diameter across the 75 models you painted. And then 50 of them are going to die on turn one. Wow, what a waste of time. On turn two, all but one of my (laughs) models died. Which does make for a good story. By the start of my second turn... I had one Cabalite warrior on the board. Yes. Did he, did he do good? Did he, well, the did important he kill thing somebody? Is that it was not one of my better painted Cabalite warriors. It was, it was one of the tribe. Uh, yeah. It was, I, I didn't have any yeah. recess shading at all on that one. <laughs> Tell you what. The base rib looked better. Though. It was like <laughs> proving my, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're like, I brought this here because the base room is too good not to play. It's basically done now that the base room is done. Um, that actually turned out for a fine story. Like on on the start of my second turn, I had one eight point model left on the table. Um mm-hmm. and I did shoot something and cause a wound and then charge and attack and cause another wound and killed a stupid looking at bag thing called an infiltrator i believe um cool so so this lady did a good job before uh the start of turn three when a daedalus missile was fired at her and did not miss <laughs> just a single <laughs> <missiles>. <laughs> uh, 
I mean, okay, again, like kind of proving my point, right? Like you now have this this model that survived and then killed something that can now be something special in your army or whatever you want to do with it. Um, um, but it wasn't even done being painted yet. Right. I got I, I got back to work on her, and so I definitely recessed, mm-hmm. shaded her, and I have more of the the head uh, from that model from the Cabalite that survived. I got to come up with a name for her. I mm. gravitate towards Helga, but Helga's not bad. Yeah, that's not bad. Yeah. Well, anyway, I mean, I have more I'm just gonna I'm gonna make some gonna make some 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 more models with that head for sure. She's gonna get promoted. Yeah, she's moving up the ranks. Nice, nice. Be a squad leader. Please she's leave a name, name down in the comments. Army of one. Yeah, <laughs> Helga. Helga, the army of one. Yeah, that'd be all you can down be. in the comments. Leave your suggestions. As to what that model should be called, because I think that'll be really funny. Probably still going to be Helga. Now I have to get a picture of this model in her half-painted state, but you got to see that. It's important for everybody to see the face. But it was was a moment Mm -hmm. that, you know, through two hours of me looking at my phone while my opponents rolled dice and told me to take models off the table and put them back in the box, those two hours of engaging gameplay were where I figured out who the leader of my army was going to be in the future. Um, just in case we get to go first at some point in the future and she gets to lead the army to do something. Um, so, so it was a worthwhile time. I got to hang out with my friends mm-hmm. uh, while they were like focused on the dice box and, and rule book. And I was hanging out with Alex and looking at my phone. Yeah, it was good. It's good. I mean, better than being at home. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So we were talking about putting effort into mod. Or not. Now, ordinarily, I tell people to paint bravely, and you're telling people just not even to try. How does that... Oh, no, no, no. That that's, that's not what I'm saying. No, what I'm saying is you do need to paint bravely, but you need to focus on specific things in order to get your stuff done to a playable standard or maybe prioritize is a better way to put it. So I'm painting a death guard army. I have 40 pox walkers. Uh-huh, I'm with you. Little guys. Look, okay. You're with, you, you got, you got I'm just letting the pox walker thing sink in. If you, you know, just get a good visual image of that. Basically those are a hundred percent chaff units. They're going to get shot off. They have, like, one wound. They don't even have a save, as far as I remember. I think it's, it's either 6 plus or not at all. I can't remember. It's not good. They're not going to survive. So, the idea is, okay, uh, let me spray paint all these white, and then I'm going to use some contrast paint, and then dry brush the skin tone over that contrast paint, S- fill in the metallics, shot. and call it done. I mean, it's more of the zenithal contrast method. Well, I don't know what you're going to call that. Okay. Continue. <laughs> Anyways, no, I didn't even see. I didn't even put the time in to slap chop those models. That's my point. Like, it's a straightforward method to getting paint on the models, and they still look good. It's not like I didn't really try, but you know, I spent maybe 10, 15 minutes per model, maybe. Mm. That's it. And I think I think that if you prioritize units that you're playing in an army and you say okay well these are definitely going to get shot off right they're going to be on the table for literally one turn 
maybe two turns. So why spend the time and effort when you could be doing, I don't know, anything else? Like, I know that you, Brent, are a slow, methodical painter. Mm-hmm. But damn. No, I see your point. <laughs> I see your point. I like each model will look cool, and then I like the, yeah. and then I like to have a whole bunch of them so that they all look cool. But um, man, forty nine of them went right back in the box before I uh, mm-hmm. had to do anything. Yeah, that's that's like a feel bad. I didn't get honestly, to roll a few like, saves, especially, but I didn't make sure. a whole lot of them. Cabalite Warriors, same thing. It's like a, it's like five or six plus or something. You're, they're just the odds are against they you. They are always against yeah. me. Yeah, but but I take your point. So the 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 idea is that yeah, there's these you know degree of zoom. Like you can zoom into a single model, and you know maybe you think it looks cool, maybe it doesn't. But if you are painting for an army type game or you're, you're painting to a, to uh, a, a scale where you need a lot of models then mm-hmm. you're standing several feet back you're looking at them from four feet away or whatever uh yeah maybe maybe some washes will do the trick pretty dang well yeah i mean i i have to wonder and maybe maybe this is something you can experiment with on your own time but if you if you paint them white like the whitest white that you can and mm-hmm. then use like a watered down sepia tone no you're definitely and, right and then just it, look at that them. is that is absolutely what i could have done and from a distance the effect would be almost identical i guarantee you yeah yeah there's um now the the inspiration for my force was like a couple of pictures in the codex from a few editions ago that's bone armor and it is very mm-hmm. crisp and precise and it just just makes me happy now but I wanted to do exactly that. Um Yeah. It does look yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. I gave you that. Yeah, yeah. For sure. Sure. So yeah. no, it's it's just that's that's not what I wanted to do. But you're absolutely right. Uh, if the problem with the wash is that it's making things too dark, start lighter start like way lighter than you think you need to be and then uh yeah science it out so that the wash gets the the mid tone right in the mid and still has some highlights still has some nice recess shadows like i i understand the theory yeah no i understand the theory like that's i I love how it goes completely against literally the advice we gave earlier is just to never put wash on like a bright white or any of that In this case, though, well, this is this is talking about making compromises to paint fast, especially for things that you need to paint a lot of. And yeah, now that all depends on what your goals are. But uh, man, I'm I'm somebody who enjoys painting methodically, and I enjoy doing repetitive tasks and and zoning out and watching a movie or whatever. That I do enjoy Mm -hmm. that, but. Even so, dang, these, <laughs> these dark old yeah, warriors are taking a while. And, uh, yeah. you know, at this point, somebody maybe could have convinced me to uh, take all of them except for the squad leaders and just kind of prime them white, throw some bone contrast or bone speed paints on there and uh, see what right. happens. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
and I'm not I'm not trying to take away from the fact that like painting methodically and slow is because it's fine. It's obviously it's fine. And if you have time for that, then hey, that's all well and good. Like I do occasionally like to spend time on single models. Um, but generally it's, it's usually if, if they're for something specific. So if, if I know that it's, yeah, okay. Like, uh, again, the death guard army, if I'm painting, uh, Motarian or whatever, like a, a centerpiece model, like I do want to take my time on that and I want to make sure it looks pretty good. Uh, cause theoretically, even if he's the target of the whole other army and he might get shot off, it's kind of like, well, that's still a really rad model that people are going to want to like come up to and look at right right so i want to do i want to do a halfway decent job on, on centerpiece type things or hq options or you know tanks or anything large um the other thing that i, I did want to bring up in the kind of same vein besides prioritizing uh like units is what do you actually need to paint on your model to what standard in order to still have a good paint job come across in my experience, there are basically three things in Warhammer, or I guess four things that, that kind of make a model stand out that looks really good. So your head or helmet, shoulder pads, your backpack, and the base. Mm -hmm. So the whole top third of the model, essentially, and the bottom. Just the base part. Mm -hmm. not, not even counting the legs or no, the torso. No, So... If you were to say you want to paint a, a a space marine, right? You want to paint an ultramarine. If you literally just from the top sprayed blue over that, filled in the trim on the shoulder pads, the aquila, painted the helmet, get some nice eyes on there, some like glowy red or whatever, paint the backpack so it has some edge highlighting or whatever, and then you put it on a really cool looking base. Like, literally no one will ever know that you didn't edge highlight both legs and the knee pads and all the extra stuff. It, it just won't matter. Yeah. Yep, there's, there's where to focus on. And uh, even more simply, part of the base is just what color it is and how mm -hmm. that color interacts with the main color of the model. Like, uh, mm -hmm. for talking about standing back a few feet and looking at the overall effect... It's really just what colors, <laughs> like like is yeah, the color combo good? Yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah, actually, this last game I had with my pals, my army out of the four of us looked the worst, and part of that was because right. I was not done painting. Part of that is because a couple of my friends are legitimately very good painters, uh, but partially it was just because it was bone and terracotta. Like that was. <laughs> Which I think right. is actually a pretty sweet combo, and it, it zoom in, it zooming in like on like yeah. a couple of models, I think it looks pretty mm -hmm. sweet. But like to several feet back, man, my friend Mark with his sweet yellow and blue Eldar, and he had a few flame stencils on there, blue flames on the on the yellow uh, Eldar bikes and stuff. It was looking nice, very nice, very nice. Yeah. Uh, some. So, so fairly, fairly thick and, and quick looking highlights on there, but would you only, you only start to question if you're like really staring at them close, um, yeah. but farther back than six inches and they're looking real good. Uh, 
and that's definitely something to keep in mind too like nobody is going to be putting their face up against your model and being like hmm is this person a good painter or not mm-hmm. like that's just that doesn't happen <laughs> like you know you I spend mean, a little people, time people on see what your model looks like yeah, you want people to sure, be like sure. what you got over here look at that mortarium or well yeah cowboy yeah. warrior number 32 which is the only one that <laughs> that's, survived yeah 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 see that okay when when i do actually take loads of models off the table uh like i have a bunch of orcs right and the orc boys get shot off constantly and it's not really you know they're one of those models same thing chaff unit type thing um i always put the the worst painted models like in the back because i'm just gonna take them off the back <laughs> like let's just take them off the back line like ooh, like every single time i take a bottle off i'm like man this this is looking better every time something dies like this is more yeah, cohesive yeah. and better painted as they die <laughs> like yeah okay okay if, if you're gonna deep strike some death copters like paint them up good they're literally gonna be on the other side of the table somebody's gonna be looking at those <laughs> you know <laughs> I hear you. So that's kind of how I'm looking at things. Yeah. Um, but overall, I think having a solid plan and focusing on, on, like I said, the focal points, the top third and the base of, of the models and having good color combinations that, you know, are that good contrast, right? Um, you can get stuff done really fast and still have something that looks really good and, you know, spend, I don't know, just a quarter of the time that that you would spend normally yeah i just don't i don't think i could sit down like every time i look at an army i'm just like man i do not want to spend an insane amount of time painting this like there has to be another way yeah maybe maybe when i get around to painting some of these conquest minis maybe that's what i'll do i'll be i'll try to force myself like no no <laughs> no highlighting the wrist muscles on these these dwarfs you know none, none of that yes. we're yeah we're we're picking sports team colors to make these dwarves look good <laughs> fast we're going for it slap chopping these yeah, yeah home, actually uh, not, not a bad idea yeah the slap chopping the dwayne home that's that's the title of that video right there um i don't know <laughs> i'd have to check with rob make sure we have the right to use that copyright yeah it's a good point uh yeah we'll let you know we'll 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 get into some negotiations on that one for for Uh use (laughs) um something else that i i like to do if you do spend only a little bit amount of time per model is to create focal points beyond you know that top third and base um Specifically, if you have like claws or flags or uh, I don't know, glowy bits or something um, coming in with like a real hot spot color that just stands off your models, yeah, you would just punches them up so much. Well, okay, I painted like a, a 2000 point uh, Demons of Corn army, and that's a sea of red pretty much, but. I decided, okay, well, the way that these are going to stand out, and they definitely do, 
is by painting the swords blue with like the frosty white tip right it's very classic games workshop it does look the good blue and white yeah, it does look good yeah and it, it looks so good and it's like that's just the little bit of extra that otherwise these models just kind of look the same and yeah they're not super exciting but that extra little pop of color brings it yeah, out that goes right into the the color choice and the plan for the army and that's yeah the mm-hmm. get them red demons and boom like get your your airbrush pop blue weapons and uh <laughs> so good so done and done yeah. <laughs> exactly that was that was one of those armies that like once i got it all put together and ready to go i i think i painted that in a week week or so it was good getting them put together for you. a whole other good. thing good for yeah. you yeah yeah i'm just trying i'm trying to be helpful i want you to finish your army i want you to be happy with it and most of all, I want your army, Brent, to look better than Alex's army. That's what well, I want. Well, it's not going to happen because I picked Bone and Terracotta. But, but there, there are things that we can do. Yeah, I know. Well, I know. That. We'll, we'll, we'll put some, like, some purple plants bone on those and terracotta. Yeah, purple plants. And then straight up, purple plants. Uh, yeah, that, that would be actually very good. Purple plants. And then... You need a bright blue, like a punch somewhere. You know, I haven't done much with the guns yet. The the guns have yeah, just yeah, been yeah. black with a dry brush and metallic on there. Like the guns, oh. the guns definitely have some room for, for poison or you know, whatever. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that could that could actually work too if you if you did some kind of a, a like a limeish green, some kind of bright green to do that like poisony type thing it's possible it's possible you know it's just it's a it's a lot to think about it is but once you get there well i don't think we're gonna settle this one today but man it makes me me wonder about this this army painting business um um you know the more i go the the less reason i seem to have an army (laughs) Unless you're going to go all out I mean, like Dave from the War Game and get uh, 144,000 points of, of chaos, which was an awesome true. video and even just an awesome mm-hmm. picture of him standing in front of, I don't even know how many tables they had to line up. I, I don't know how they created that table. To hold. <laughs> they took all of their six by four tables and slid them together and they're like, I don't know. 12, 15 of them in there somewhere. It's a lot. It's a lot of models. Yeah, there were so many models covering that I couldn't even see the seams in the tables. Or maybe my eyes just weren't looking for that. But uh, yeah, it was ridiculous. I think all you saw was the the army itself because it's so big. (laughs) Yeah, that was... That was a pleasurable experience to watch that video of, of Dave just getting really into something and the, right. <laughs> the magnitude the glory the majesty of, of spreading all that out on the table that's cool someday yeah. i want to spread out my 60 cabalite warriors and have them look cool too and, uh, <laughs> for, uh, for about 20 minutes but, yeah <laughs> now i've more and more i've been thinking about this idea of uh tasters or, or tapas for uh for, for mini collections and mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. mini tabs. Yeah, 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 so this is I gotta come up with like a name for it. Like the the, the five three one, the 
the one, two, three, the, <laughs> the magnificent seven. So like, okay, so so hear me out. I I'd I'd go with like a ten five one. I well, think that makes more sense. Well, I'm, I'm thinking like total like less than ten models. We get like three chaos warriors and like three really different poses. Okay, okay. You get like two chaos knights. Maybe maybe have a lord on Karkadrak. I don't know. Yeah, that that'd be your one. Well, for sure. Maybe maybe have a, a a wizard or something. But I'm thinking of like basically a really good sampling of a color scheme where you can make each model look good and you get like the the whole flavor of an army in an awesome picture and a sample yeah. that is less than 10 models. And like this okay, is so a five three one one. That's yeah. But just, you know, a few of the main troops and then a couple, you know, maybe two cavalry and then a couple other mm-hmm. you know, representative things from the force. And then you get to be like, okay, this is what this shade of turquoise would look like on this type of model and this type of model and this type of model. This is the mm-hmm. the ideal. This is the sample. This is the the really thorough color swatch of this army and you can't take a picture that looks better than this even if you have 10 times as many well yeah yeah i like that it's, i i like that as just really, really tastefully arranged like you go to a, yeah. a real gourmet restaurant they give you a, a plate with really not a lot of food on it but there's a, a perfectly prepared sardine uh, you know, the strawberry that's been cut in half and filled with cream, and there's a chive or something on there, and also a pecan. Uh, it's definitely but the, the presentation is there, yeah, like each little bit is perfect, and <laughs> you totally get the idea of what uh, what it's all about. I don't know. I yeah, feel, I feel yeah. like the gourmet chef industry would be able to describe the the, the taster army that I'm talking about, but if. Uh, if I finally, like finally, flight. uh, you know, resolve myself that these games are fucking garbage and that I don't actually need to paint an army, like what's the, what's the fun experience of painting a collection of models that doesn't involve doing the same thing 60 times that gets the, mm-hmm. the painting enjoyment out of it, but not the. Well, first of all, if you picked an army that didn't need 60 Kabbalite warriors, I think that would have solved your first problem. I don't want to spray paint gold on everything, okay, Casey? That's not... Yeah, one one stupid robot? Yeah, sounds fun, Casey. That that sounds good, too. <laughs> hey, hey. I would I would never go that far. <laughs> like, I don't understand that. The, the, like, three knights, and that's it. That's your army? Like, I don't know. That's Like, knights are cool. But I, I don't know. It seems like you're not really doing a lot while the other person's really doing a lot. Like definitely going to be sitting around. For oh, that yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I, I, I don't think I could do that. But something in the middle, you know, something in the middle, I think is, is worth doing. Or, you know, I, I have to imagine there is some way to play Dark Eldar without Cabalite Warriors. It's a pretty small list. You got Cabalites or Witches or Racks. Okay, yeah. 
But I, I I've seen units. Yeah. I've seen armies with not that many models for dark. No, modern, you, you, but you don't I need have no idea what they are. That's that's definitely true. That's definitely true. <laughs> Just trying to get you to take responsibility for your own predicament. Well, there's there's a couple of projects <laughs> that I have committed myself to that have been important to me for at least years, and in some cases, decades. I, I yeah. will finish a Dark Eldar army. I will finish a Chaos army. Mm. Plus, I got some dang dinosaurs riding dinosaurs around here, too. And maybe we'll get to that someday as well. But, um... Yeah. Someday. But, yeah, man, I've, I've just been thinking about this idea of, of just getting that perfect, that perfect shot of two Chaos Knight, three Chaos Warriors, and a Sorcerer. Mmm. Mmm. And it's and and they're like they're it. all arranged yeah. in such a way that they're you know perfectly filling up the aspect ratio of whatever your camera is doing that everything's <laughs> in focus that it's, yeah. it's a tight enough zoom so that you can see the sweet recess shading in there but you can also see the way that the the turquoise fades and plays across all the 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 the, the variety of of units in in the picture mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and um that's all you need. You don't need to. You don't need to make that uh, that collection ten times as as large or twenty times as large. You can move on and and do something similar in in yellow or bone or uh, you know mm-hmm. what what have you. Get that. It, it feels like this would be actually the most ideal way to come up with a plan and actually pick colors that I work. I think it probably is because yeah. you. you you paint one model and it's kind of like, oh, that looks really good. And then you have 10 of them and you're like, ah, it doesn't look so good. Mm. You know, but like that, that sweet spot, right? And, and of course, yeah. some people are being like, oh man, he, what, what are you just throwing out the, the other seven models in the box? What are you talking about? What, what, what are I doing <laughs> with the other three knights in that box of five? I, I, I get it. I get it. I get it. But I'm just, I'm just thinking. Yeah. I, I like the spectacle, but there's, yeah, you, the, the farther you zoom out and the more you have oh, Dave standing in front of 144,000 points of, of warriors, I can't see any of those models. Like, like it, it, there's, right. there's a majesty to that, that image, but I can't see any of those models. And so there's a question of what's the, how much do you zoom in? Like, if if you encapsulate an entire painting project in a single picture, what is the correct zoom? How many models are in that picture? I'm thinking the number might be between five and ten. Just saying. Yeah, no, so. I think you're right. I think you're definitely right. Um I think I'm gonna maybe this this next couple of weeks, I'm gonna I'm gonna hit eBay. I'm gonna see if I can put together some kind of a sample, a taster, army yeah. of something. Yeah, a taster. Yeah, definitely. Got to come up with a. If anyone is a gourmet chef, and, and you know the word we're looking for here, or I don't think it's tapas. It might be taster. It like might a, be sampler. Those don't sound like, like gourmet a, words, though. It's a char- charcuterie. Yeah, the charcuterie. Army. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just a little bit of a little bit of everything. Yeah. <laughs> but like tastefully put together uh, on a board. Yeah. Actually, yeah, it's not bad. I'm building no, me a uh, today. The chef dark has prepared a jacuzzi for forty-seven, and we have yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, 
yeah something, something like that but uh uh yeah because like i actually just bought some dark eldar um the other day and that might be that might be one of those like worthwhile things to throw that in and be like this is the way that i'm i would go mm-hmm. if i were to paint an army or a whatever i mean the other thing, the other takeaway from the charcuterie army mm-hmm. is uh, what you're talking about is just a, a warband for a yeah, skirmish you're, you're game. Right. Now you're right. <laughs> like a skirmish the correct war term is warband. Yeah. And, and honestly, the, the underworld warband, yeah, no, absolutely. Or, or Relic Voyage, you know, I mean, yeah. Relic Voyage is pretty dang good. So what we're talking about is that we're about to get really into some skirmish games, and that's not a bad thing. Pretty much. So, uh, on that note. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's that's all we were getting at. Is you know what skirmish games uh, are actually pretty great. That's what it's called. It's called a skirmish warband. <laughs> yes, that's. <laughs> thank you for your uh, you know input and all the things we we got there. We did it. We did. Sometimes it just helps to talk things through, you know how so yeah, how, for an hour and yeah, a half. Thanks for lending us your ear. You know, it's good to, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Good to get this stuff processed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. Well, thank you again for joining us on another episode of Paint Bravely. If you enjoyed this podcast, please help us out by leaving us a review on iTunes, subscribing to the YouTube channel, and sharing this message with your hobby friends. And as always, we appreciate each and every one of you for listening, and we will. Talk to you next time. Talk to you next time. Good kitty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just Kermish Warman. It's just, just is what it is. <laughs>